0: guys, welcome back to my podcast, Co-Parenting Basics. My name's Carrie. Happy Monday to you all. Um, Again, I'm sitting here at my podcast post, my little breakfast nook, and I decided to get on here and do a podcast before I head out to work today. So um, being at home, I have three dogs, so you may hear a bark here or there. I don't edit my podcast, so it's the real deal. (laughs) The real McCoy right here in my home. So, but last week, we started a series, I'm going to call it a series, uh, Two Parents, Two Homes, and talked about setting things up similar in each household to lessen the confusion for kids. And so I want to continue with that um, today. Last week, we talked about creating a space and and how that would help your child maybe feel like a resident in the home versus a visitor living out of a suitcase or Or a backpack or duffel bag kind of thing. And then we also touched on the homework routine. But today I want to talk about technology. And uh, like, you know, do you have an agreement in place about technology? This is the number one complaint in my workshop. Technology including iPhones, iPads, computers, video games, etc. So any of that stuff. Maybe your kids are too young right now for you to think about. That could be a possibility um, as a problem in your uh, co-parenting relationship and journey, but it will be in the very near future. So all the more reason to get this addressed. Um, again, this is the number one complaint in my in my workshop. The complaint being that uh, the structure and rules, so there might not be any structure or rules in place in one home, complaints about the use of different types of technology, games, not enough supervision, or restriction in place um, so trying to set a standard for similar at the onset of your separation divorce or at least early on is gonna really be key for this um, if you're past this point then using the formula parts putting in place those formula parts to make a choice to have a respectful and responsible discussion about this topic and how you can begin to put in place similar routines and guidelines and expectations about Any and all technology use and the playing of video games and all of that in your home. This is really important. Again, the reason for this series and the reason for the setting up similar in each household is to lessen the confusion for kids. And the whole goal and purpose is so that kids don't have to navigate through two different households, two different sets of rules, two different sets of expectations about any of these things that we're going to be addressing, not just last week and today, but in the next several weeks as well. So, um, maybe you don't mind your kids playing video games, but there are certain video games that you don't want them to play all the more reason for the discussion. And it's never too late to put an agreed standard and agreed expectation in place. So this isn't about if you don't agree, we'll do it my way kind of thing. This is about respecting each other's positions about this subject and agreeing to a standard. Um, Doing this is gonna for sure change the dynamic of your co-parenting relationship. If this has been an issue, it's also gonna allow you each to convey the importance of this as well as your thoughts about it. That might not be something that you've been able to do in the past, but again, Put in place those formula parts because this is really important. I'm going to tell you a, a story that happened in my workshop uh, about a year and a half ago, but it was something that's never left me and it was so powerful and it all based on this technology and not having an agreement in place about technology. So, and you guys may not agree with each other. That's okay. But for the kids, it's really important to figure out how you can move from your position about it to you know, coming to an agreement or at least moving your position a little to get to that agreement. Again, this is for the kids. So, um, and it's okay to ask your ex, Hey, what are you doing over there in your house? What do you got going on over there, ex? that i might need to know or i may need to implement in my own house so that we don't have this friction in each household you don't have one child playing one parent against the other and that kind of thing that happens that happens all the more reason to put in place this standard so i had a gentleman take my workshop this has been about a year and a half ago and he had a 15 year old daughter and she had not when he came to me at that time he had not seen her for one month the reason he had not seen her for one month is because he grounded her from her phone but mom didn't so she wanted nothing to do with dad and mom was you know won the popularity contest on that issue so what happened was dad received two phone calls from two friends of hers parents that said, this is what your daughter is doing with, the, with her phone and we feel you need to know about this. So he grounded her. She was being irresponsible with her phone, grounded her. Mom didn't jump on board with that. So at this point again, he's one month without seeing his daughter and doesn't know what to do. He's pretty disappointed, very sad. Obviously he said his daughter and he had a great relationship. And so he thought until that, until that happened. So for me, um, in my workshop and in my book, I include a cell phone contract, and it's a it is a great tool for this very reason. It's a great tool to use or for couples to into separate homes to establish so that they kids understand the expectation about cell phone use. So had mom and dad had something in place or at least an agreed expectation about phone use, there would not have been a question about what was going to happen if she was using her phone inappropriately. So I get out the contract and I show this to him. Uh, This workshop was on a Tuesday and he was supposed to have his extended time Thursday evening, six to eight with her, but he didn't know if she would even see him. I say to him, how about, call her, hey daughter, Um, I know I'm probably not who you want to hang out with tonight. You're 15 years old. You probably want your phone. You probably want to hang out with your friends and all that. But can you humor me for one evening for two hours so that we can have a chit chat? Take her to dinner. Pull this little cell phone contract out and have a good discussion about your expectation with phones. And, you know, the use of it appropriately. And, you know, all of these guidelines. If you do all of this and you do none of this, you get to keep your phone. But if you do any of this, you sign this contract right here that says, you understand that because you did this, you lose your phone. Very simple. One of the things that I did say to him during that time was, I felt like he was in a great position because she's 15 years old, she lost her phone. Too bad, so sad. In one year, she's going to want the keys to a car. If she's using her phone inappropriately and irresponsibly, how does he think she's going to handle his vehicle? So I feel like that would have been a really great conversation for him to have with her to move forward. I don't know if that conversation took place. He's not one that has kept in touch. Many, many workshop attendees do, but he's not one that did. I think about him all the time. I use that situation in my workshop if I need to. Um, There are situations that come up with with workshop attendees that I just feel compelled to share that story because that is the reality. That is the reality of not having an agreement in place or an expectation in place or a standard put in place or a routine or ritual. That is, that's the reality of what can happen. That is how it can go awry by two parents not being on the same, on the same page for all of these things that I promise you will be issues in your co-parenting relationship and journey technology is a deal I'm so thankful that when I was raising my kids we didn't have this issue we didn't have cell phones we didn't have all this hubaloo. um so but that's the reality of today so all the more reason to get a standard put in place um again it's not fair to the kids to have to navigate through something that we ourselves should be putting in place so that they don't have to that's the purpose that is what co-parenting really is Uh, if you were still together you would be on board together for that issue you would be on board together for technology use or at least adhering to your ex's um, thoughts about it. So all the more reason to to put something in place. So anyway, that is the importance of technology. Um, I guess I'm just gonna leave you with that today. And uh, the next routine that we talk about will be bedtime routine and morning routine. Those are pretty important. It's not a, a big, big issue. For the littler ones, it kind of is. Um, But that's the one we'll address next time. So uh, I'm just going to leave you with that. I hope you all have an amazing week and we'll talk soon. This is Carrie with Co-Parenting Basics.